Hello and welcome to the Random Pinoy Geek Podcast, the show where we geek out the three random topics until the timer runs out. I'm your random host, JR, and with me are... Sushi! And Elvin. We're friends and geeks who grew up in the Philippines and in each episode, we hang out and talk about things that are near and dear to all our little geeky hearts. But before we start, if you would like to support the show and are a content creator ready to take the next step in your journey, check out Episodify.com. They'll help produce and edit any content you're creating, whether it's audio or video, short form or long form, they do it all. That's Episodify.com. Now on to the episode. Alright, so to start this week's episode, I would like to talk about Star Wars. <laughs> That's me looking around the room, looking for random objects. So yeah, Star Wars, where do we start? How are the sequels treating you? They're treating me badly, <laughs> uh, Alex. <laughs> Seriously though, there's like, um, they're not good. They're not good movies, especially if your expectations are really high. But they're still movies. They're, they're just movies I don't necessarily want to watch again. Weren't you entertained? Yeah, once, and that's it. <laughs> Are they Michael Bay Transformers level? I also watch Michael Bay Transformers once. So yes, that's it. And that's so yeah, so the answer. So is they're yes. comparable. Yeah, because because my thing is like like the I think we're switching to the Bayformers, but okay, the, those movies are like yeah, they're not great, but would you rather that they not existed? Yeah. I'm fine that they're there. I'm I'm fine. I'm fine either way. Well, the first one, the first Michael Bay one was good. To be fair. Oh, I and, thought we were talking about Star Wars. And like. Star Wars, <laughs> the first sequel was also good, ish. Force Awakens. Yeah. It's not bad. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I could live without the Force Awakens. Oh. I can live without the sequel trilogy. Nah, but it, it, the fact Force that Awakens was okay, but uh, at the very least, okay. Yeah, okay. It's the last one that's. I'm okay with Force Awakens as a movie, but as I said, I can live without that because there's just so many things that are present within, you know, the Star Wars universe, like the Legends novels, and there's so many things there that you can make stories from, and we're actually seeing that right now in in all of these the Ahsoka stuff. The yeah, Ahsoka I mean, stuff, yeah, I guess. No, but it's more of stuff. would you have rather the sequels not existed? And I'm like, it's okay that they're there. It's not like, no, rewrite, rewrite this thing, remove this from history, make it not canon. <laughs> well, no, I don't need it to make it not canon. So they're ready. You have to live with that. The thing is, what's the next step? And it's that's Ahsoka. No, because that's <laughs> what that happened Soka with movie. the. That's, <laughs> if you remember, like the, with the prequels, when the prequels came out for Star Wars, there was initial, like, oh, yeah, exciting for excited for new Star Wars. And then over time, it's like, oh, wait, this is kind of not good. And then it I actually never not like the sequels is the thing. Well, they're not, but that's the thing. They're not great movies. They're, they're movies. They're good. They're okay. They're okay. There are, part, there are parts there that are exciting and you can rewatch, which is, more than, which is more than what you can say for the sequel trilogy, unfortunately. Because. Ah, yeah, well, yeah. The, the prequels greater than sequels, of course. Yes. Yeah, because they, they still have the soul. It's still made by George Lucas. The soul might be meandering, unfocused, and 
sometimes overly self-indulgent. And the Gungan. <laughs> the Gungans go, don't really get their their actual redemption as a plot device until the, the Clone Wars. Yeah. The Clone Wars has a really, really great part where their bunch of Gungans are fighting General Kenobi. That guy. Grievous. Grievous. Yeah, Grievous. <laughs> Hello there. <laughs> yeah. General Kenobi. But I. That's the. the but at this, point, at this point, that's the most quoted Star Wars line, I think. Yeah, and the thing is, there's like. Well, hello part, there. There's a part in in Clone Wars. I have the. I have the no, it's hello there. Okay. But it, it just it, including memes. Okay. Because every day, everyone's every time someone appears, hello there. Hello there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this is where the fun begins. There's an episode in Clone Wars where the Gungans are fighting Grievous. And then Grievous stabs one of the Gungans, and then what do you do now? You have failed. And then the old Gungans, like. It's actually, it's also that people didn't hate the Gungans. People just hated Jar Jar. Yeah. Because their expectations was different. What was the expectation yeah, well, from a Gungan? Where, where did they get the expectation? <laughs> because I think it suffered from contrast. Look at the original trilogy. R2-D2 and C-3PO are generally not in the same scenes with Darth Vader. They're generally not in the same scenes with Obi-Wan. Very, very few scenes. There, Like the parts where Obi-Wan does his cool stuff mm-hmm. is never near the parts where, where R2-D2 and C-3PO are. They don't actually interact that much. They're not usually in the scene with as, as often as possible. I mean... R2-D2 and Obi-Wan were in a lot of scenes. It's just that they never but C-3PO like, and, spoke to each yeah, other. Yeah. So, but C-3PO wasn't that often, which is more the more yeah, active more, comedy thing. Whereas, unfortunately, Jar Jar was like next to everything. Ob- uh, particularly Obi-Wan and Qui-Gon. Yeah, and the Obi-Wan and Qui-Gon were the cool ones. So in contrast, when you see Obi-Wan and Qui-Gon, which were like these very cool very like they're jedi jedi uh-huh. knights jet a jedi knight and jedi master and then you have this this comedy thing uh-huh. and so whenever you get this comparison of two things it creates a jarring thing but i am happy that you know ahmed best was able to return as this new jedi character in the uh, I, I still don't feel to i still don't feel that jar jar was that bad it wasn't. The Dark Charger wasn't that bad. But he suffered from... If, or not, from the but movies. I didn't even feel that Jar Jar was bad at all. Well, he suffered, as I said, he suffered in the movies because he's next to these things. And the contrast in the yeah, screen is kind of jarring. Even next to these people, it's... But if you take Jar Jar alone and the sep- separate him from the thing, he's actually just like Jar Jar. He's a no, comedy like, part. Even with Obi-Wan and Anakin, it's still... I mean, if you're talking about comedy, like, Obi-Wan wasn't dead bad and he was you know hello there but that's it that's episode 2 Obi-Wan Obi-Wan's like um, episode 1 was the most jarring thing because Obi-Wan was a unhumorous monk in the in the second oh because Qui-Gon was Qui-Gon was the one that's a little bit more easygoing that sort of he he adopted later on when he went to he adopted it I don't know it just still doesn't look as bad to me no I'm, I'm I'm not saying that it isn't but I can see why there's this jarring, jarring Jar Jar. Jar Jarring. Jar Jarring. Because the etymology of the or, word. Or worse, you've seen you know, Boss Nas. Boss Nas, for goodness sake. What a, 
what a strange character. I mean, George. No, that's 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 just that's just how he talks. It's not like it. Yeah, it, but it it the the idea I think with Star Wars is that the sequel trilogy tried so hard to sort of create certain views without having that soul, that spirit of the closest thing that the sequel trilogy had to that soul was when Luke appeared, the one where he force projects yeah, himself. Yeah, yeah. That was the closest that was the, thing. That's clearly the best scene in, in the in sequel trilogy. trilogy. Yeah. Not even her fight with Palpatine. Yeah, no. Yeah. And that's forgettable. I don't even remember what happened. And he's like, um, the third am, one was a lot worse than the first two, to be fair. Yeah. It's also like they focused on the wrong things, I think. Like there's a scene where I think it was the first time she held the lightsaber mm-hmm. where they made like they spent like two months to get to edit Eric McGuinness's voice to have him say Ray. Alec Guinness. Uh, uh, sorry. Uh, what did I say? Eric McGuinness. <laughs> Batman Beyond? <laughs> That's Terry McGuinness. Terry McGuinness. I don't know. It's, it's Prince Eric from The Little Mermaid. I don't and, know. Uh, mixed with... I don't know. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Alec Guinness. Alec Guinness' voice to say... Ray. Ray. I don't know. I'd be like... Maybe not two months, two weeks, whatever. An insane amount of time. Yeah. I'd be like... I could have done that in a day or something. Like with... Anyway, like, and when you have the shows, um, Ahsoka, you have the Mandalorian, and you see how heavily and how how much these the the creators Favreau and Filoni are able to care about Star Wars and how they link to the past and how they move to the future, it's such a stark contrast. And I think that's the big thing about Star Wars nowadays. Like, I'm excited about the future. Unfortunately, the future is the sequel trilogy. So I think the the thing is with the sequel trilogy, it's not. Yeah, it's yeah, it may be all of those things fine, but it's also like just the main story. Just like who is Ray? Nobody. Have you guys? That's that's the point. That's the point. It's nobody. (laughs) Yeah, and then like they they rewrote. It's nobody. They rewrote too much of it. Like almost all of episode nine, right, or something like that. Yeah, like Ryan Johnson had yeah. had like an idea, and he couldn't really execute it to the end, which is unfortunate because Ryan Johnson is a great director. Um, Glass Onion and uh, Knives Out shows that he is a good director. It's just that. Well, I said it might just be because of Daniel Craig. Daniel Craig, yeah, yeah. Uh, Ben Wobong, <laughs> no, uh, I say yeah, but yeah. it's not just that. It or, he just he the crafts. <laughs> He crafts really good stories and Star Wars is a story that you can craft and he wasn't given the opportunity to end the story because there were like little hints that he started. Is the broom in the second movie or the third? Broom? The kid that forced pulled the broom. Oh yeah, yeah. Is it the second or the third? I don't even know. Yeah, it's it. But that's sort of like emblematic of the problem of the sequel trilogy of how much it doesn't necessarily... Watching it in the theater, though, was okay. It was okay. Like, the experience of waking up early, because here, they show at, like, 8 a.m. Mm-hmm. with your lightsaber and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. which everyone does when it's the first day in IMAX. Mm-hmm. Everyone's there wearing Jedi outfits and everything. Like, there's no written anything that, mm-hmm. hey, we're cosplaying, yeah. but people are just there. It's still the, the, a good experience. Yeah. But, yeah, it's which makes the movie not as bad. Well, Because I, it's a cultural event still. Mm-hmm. But, I yeah. do hope that, like, in 20 years' time, the sequel trilogy will have the same cultural um uh, Damn, cultural I impact so. i not neither do i but i hope that it has because you can see how much the sequel trilogy is expanding or like it's becoming more and more accepted because of the people that grew up watching it that appreciated what it had to give to them and they're able to look past and forgive these technical limitations that george lucas had as a director which is you know that's normal there are limitations mm. but they're able to move past it because of the certain things that he was able to focus on which is really nice yeah i wanted to ask you guys if you have talked to the newer generations on what what's their take with the sequels they, I mean, haven't, they haven't seen it really they don't they bother because you didn't watch the first six so I mean, it feels like an intro for or, or, people or to did, get into the older Star Wars. Mm, it would be a bad intro to get into this yeah. older Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately. You you have to start with... Mandalorian is fine. Mandalorian is nice. Or Ahsoka. But then you... And then you just rewatch it again after you watch everything else. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can't just watch the... What is the title? The jet. What's the title of the first sequel? The Force Awakens. Force Awakens. And then just, since you don't understand, you just watch the other older films. It has no value whatsoever if you didn't watch the older films. Yeah, it, it, it doesn't pique your curiosity. So Because the things watch. that give it value are the things that like you finally see Luke Skywalker again mm. and things like that, which have so it was totally no value. <laughs> it's a bit fan service yes, but it's also, it is what it is. Okay. In summation, how do you feel about sand? It's rough. It's <laughs> coarse and rough and gets everywhere. <laughs> and now, sushi, or what are we doing? Uh, well, I wanted to talk about film as well, but I guess I'm skipping that. So I can. Really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What, well, what was the earliest film that you have watched? And what was In a movie? In- film, so whatever... As long as it's film, what was the first so you hard. watched and what was your interpretation at that time? That's a super hard question. <laughs> I know what it is. It's just a like on TV. No. Uh, the first movie I watched, yeah, I know. That's was what at, I mean. The the first movie you watched in a movie house, you'd yeah. remember. But the first thing, the first movie you watched on TV. On TV? It's hard. On TV. I have no idea. It, it, the, on TV, it's Do a you know? challenge. As, it doesn't matter where you watched it. What was the first film that you yeah, that's you remember the, watching? Yeah, and- that's the thing. The the first thing you watch is like the, I I can't remember anything, but I know what the first film I watched in a movie. I guess it, the first yeah. movie that you remember. I think was yeah. she was asking. So the first one I watched was I was. Two years old. Wow, that's so early. Because uh, no, no, it's not. It's not of my choice. Because my dad, who's like this crazy cinephile, brought me his two-year-old child to watch Return of the Jedi. I remember it was in Green oh, in Hills, the movie house. In the movie house in Green Hills, I was brought there. I remember it distinctly. Because 
because I was a kid, I was terrified of Jabba the Hutt and I was screaming as a child. Oh. <laughs> so my dad brought me out and he was really angry because he was missing Star Wars. Movie houses weren't rated before or it was, was me. I don't know. Yeah. But I was I was that Seems was so. the first one. And I corroborated that with my dad. It's like, uh, what was do I remember this like Job Jabba the Hutt? Like this because I remember this like slug man like o- that. Also and Star then, Wars, I think was general. Yeah, for kids. Okay. Yeah. I, I think I have no we, idea. I'm oh, not we sure. remember how kid friendly Princess Leia in the bikini was. Yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah. But the first movie that I remember, like from start to finish, actually Back to the Future. Wow. Oh, yeah. Well, the series. Because the Back to the, the Future movie? series. And then the cartoons? No, no. The, the one, two, and three, the series. I, oh, I okay. No, the, there's, there's a cartoon series. Yeah, yeah, of course, of course. The, the, the one with the twins. The, oh, no, the twins, kids. The kids. Yeah. yeah. Jules and Vern. But the third movie was the first movie I watched multiple times. Sorry, the second one. Because the first one, I remember watching it like on TV, but not on the cinema. When you watch films in, the, in television, was it dubbed Tagalog or no, no. it's still English? I can't actually watch it in Tagalog. It's <laughs> no, because uh, Sunday Nights is million dollar movies. Before, uh, yeah, million dollar right? movies. And then they had, yeah. I think oh. one of the first ones, I, I think Batman was one of the... That's a, Batman was an early Batman one. Batman Returns was the first one, one of the early ones that I, because I don't remember what, I've watched a lot of movies, as in a lot, on TV, on Betamax, and then VHS, but I don't remember what the first one was. Uh, well, that's the first movie that came into your mind, I guess. That's the most, that's the best million dollar movie I remember is the thing. <laughs> because I remember... People asking me what what's on next week? Oh, it's Batman with Danny DeVito, Michelle Pfeiffer. I like actually saying the <laughs> actors and actresses and everything. They're like, well, "Why is this kid?" Because <laughs> I was eight or something, and something like that, nine, mm-hmm. and then doing that. Anyway, yeah, but yeah, the the first movie I watched in the cinema was actually a Dolby movie, Spadang Patpat, which I don't know. Do- I, Dolby. Dolby. Yeah, I don't. He played. Uh, mentally challenge some like i remember a dolphy movie as when i was a kid too but this is the one where he's a tikbalang no and he, he's time. like there's like a bunch of monsters and the and dolphy is like this half man half horse mythological creature and they're trying to save a land of aswangs and stuff uh, i don't know wow. I, the, the one i watch i actually don't i actually just know that it's the first movie i don't know what it's i don't remember anything mm-hmm. it was boring because it was a drama mm-hmm. I, I don't even know why they took me to it. Oh, because my mom wanted to watch it. But yeah, the first the first movie that I remember watching that I remember every single part is actually like the Disney movies. Mm-hmm. Lion King, Aladdin, and stuff like that. I remember watching Back to the Future as well because let's face it, Back to the Future 1 is literally a perfect movie. Great movie. But I don't know when I watched it. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know if I actually watched it in the 80s or the 90s or I think I watched it on VHS. Oh, sorry, Betamax. I remember watching Batteries Not Included oh, yeah. very, really early as well. Which, if you watch now, actually sucks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was cool CGI, back then. CG in the day, back in the yeah. day. It was the was it poor CG? man's... 
It was the poor man's. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, it was the poor man's close encounters of the third kind. Yeah, it was fine. Oh, what's the other one? What's the one with the stories? Which one? The one with it tells. It's an anthology. It's a series, not a movie. Amazing stories. Amazing stories. Yeah. Where? I remember the one with the plane. Oh, you don't remember the one with the magazine? I only remember the one with the plane where he can draw things and he draw. He drew. Like he was the gunner in a and the underbelly gunner, and mm-hmm. then the landing gear was destroyed, and he had to draw golden wheels mm-hmm. for the plane to land for him to survive because he he was trapped in the underbelly hatch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, do you remember the amazing stories episode that's the only, where that's the only one I remember. where there was this um guy that was able to create a a potion that when he poured it onto a picture. It will be turn alive. Yeah, it yeah turn alive. Oh, no, now that you mentioned it, yes. And then it's like the woman's gonna kiss me, and I'll be yours forever. And then he did it once. It's like a little. It the, the picture is like just this tall, and it he closed it. To, and That's then, like one foot tall for people. Yeah, exactly. Home. Sorry. Uh, yeah, it's like a foot tall, and then later on it's gigantic. And then yeah, one yeah, of, yeah, I do. Yeah. And then it the the cliffhanger was that it the the potion poured. And then it was falling on this like monster magazine, and that's how the, the episode ended. It's usually it's like um, Steven Spielberg's Amazing yeah, yeah, Stories. Yeah. Oh, I rem- I know Sushi's answer. I think, oh, I think it's first... The Hobbit. Nah, actually, no, not the but it's it, it's quite amazing. Not, that you, not the you, new The Hobbit, by the way, the old yeah, one, the cartoon. It's amazing that you guys actually remember the titles of the first film that you watched because I don't remember the title, but I do remember the scene. There's this mountain, it's a lake with the mountains at the background. And then there's a bunch of people that are vacationing. I guess they're college students. And then there's this raft in the middle of the lake. Mm -hmm. And then these people swim to the raft and then it becomes a horror movie. There's a sludge, I think, Mm -hmm. that eats these people. So So this is a de-horror movie? (laughs) That's the first film that I remember watching. Oh my god, that's so sad. (laughs) Is that an American movie? It's it's an American movie. And that's the whole film. Like They swim to the raft, they have a good time, they camp, and then suddenly the next, they they get to sleep on the raft. If I I remember correctly. Is this the one where they needed, there was a car underwater and they used it to... No. Because here's the thing. So they got to sleep. Next day, um, I think there was sludge passing through the the pallets of the raft. Mm-hmm. And the, the black sludge was eating these people. They, it was dissolving them. So I, they, I, I, do, I, I kinda, you kind of remember yeah, the yeah. film? I don't remember the title. It was really scary and traumatizing for me as a kid. <laughs> That's why I never learned how to swim. I don't like swimming at lakes or uh, steady water. <laughs> like... The ending of the movie is that they weren't able to return, so no one survived the movie. So my takeaway from the movie, my oh, interpretation, it's a, Steve, it's a Stephen King movie. Really? Yeah, nineteen eighty-seven, The Raft. Yep. It's real, literally the, the raft. raft. The raft. <laughs> the raft. Creep. Uh, the graph segment of Creep Show Two. Creep Show Two is like the movie. Oh, it's a segment. It's oh, a, it's a, a, yeah, it's, it's an anthology. Yeah. 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 That's the first film. Well, it's part of a film that I remember. But you only remember that part. I clearly remember. Oh, Creep Show 2. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. 
I actually kind of remember this, but I, 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 I never watched horror movies as a as a kid. I don't remember why I was able to watch it. I was mainly scared of child's play because, yeah. I unfortunately was a bad child who took and watched my parents' laser disc films. Fancy. So, yeah, yeah, well, you know, cinephile, remember? But yeah, so unfortunately, I watched it. It. The first oh one. Oh my god, that's another movie that's so terrifying to me uh, as yeah, a kid. As a kid, the, the I drain? watched. Yeah. I, yes, the drain, <laughs> the drain. The drain. I couldn't take a bath for like several Same. days because of that. And this is like a kid, and so until now, I'm still. This I'm is still Tim scared, Curry. I am. That still. is Tim Curry. I'm still afraid. I'm still afraid of clowns until this day. That's like the, those early days. But I thought you were gonna say something completely different, because like no, I thought I, he was, she was gonna say the Hobbit. I the, did watch the Hobbit, the seventies yeah. cart anime. Oh, Ralph Bakshi, Ralph Bakshi of Lord of the Rings. Yeah, the yeah the Hobbit one specifically. Oh, because okay. you watched it a lot, and I, I know I, that. Story. I still watch it. <laughs> yeah, I like the 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 mountain song in that movie. I can't sing it because it's it. They have a deep voice. <laughs> Deep, deep, deep voice. I'm standing in so. the eye of a storm. No. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what the orcs sing. The, the <laughs> one they sing by the fireplace oh, okay, before they different. travel. I, I haven't seen this. I, I I watched Lord of the Rings though. <laughs> oh, you know what? I haven't watched the prequels. Oh, oh but but Jr. They also sang that song in the remake of the Hobbit. The, yeah. Yeah, I haven't watched it. Oh, you haven't watched it either. <laughs> no, because it's so hard to watch because it's 60 frames. Oh, I see. Because they, they, they shot it for 3D, which works best with the higher frame rate. So instead of the standard 24 FPS that you're used to for cinema, they shot that in 60 frames. So it's so weird to watch. I don't feel it or recognize it i guess well if your tv doesn't do 60 frames <laughs> when you watch back when you watched it or the cinema here in the philippines then yeah uh, right <laughs> anyway anyway uh, yep yeah, uh, to wrap think? things up i'm so amazed that you guys still remember the titles of the movies that you watched when you were kids especially elvin but you know what's amazing? I was gonna do that. <laughs> <laughs> Episodify.com. Yeah, if you need someone to help edit your videos, podcasts, shorts, or whatever other projects, Episodify can help with that. They offer different packages and provide discounts when you buy more hours. So if you're just starting out and would benefit from some professional assistance or just want to make your job easier, give them a call. That's Episodify.com. Now back to the show with Elvin. Well, uh, it's funny because the, the the topic that I want to cover is actually similar to that. <laughs> We're doing uh, movies? Okay, movie episodes. Let's it's, go. It's, it's movies as well. I don't know why it happened like that, but it's actually more to do with, with Weta. So Weta is a type of bug that is found in New Zealand. Oh, is it? Yeah, it's a type of like a gigantic that. horrifying cricket that's found in New Zealand. Oh, that's why that's the logo. That's the logo. Weta is the name of a bug? Yes, it's the Weta But bug. you're familiar with Weta Digital, right? No. They're Who? the ones that made Avatar. And The Hobbit and Lord of the Rings. But, wow. the, but like, yeah. Uh, crowning Glory Avatar. Avatar. Two. Yeah. Wait, um, Two? They yeah. made the first one as well. <laughs> but uh, but like, yeah, Avatar 2 is just... 
Like, come on. Yeah. <laughs> so, so the idea there is Weta Digital is like one of those, like when you look at that studio, you have a clear idea of what they are. Like the, they're the ones that, that have such attention to detail. They pride themselves in using actual. Wait, like, so what's our topic? Is it Weta? It's um, so the studios. So digital studios, Weta being one of them. Is just a sign of all of these different well, studios. Well, technically, Weta is a VFX house. VFX house, yes. And but you have the progenitor of that, which is Industrial Light and Magic, yeah, ILM, which is the one that started all of the things that people take for granted nowadays. It was just a Lucas company, even in case someone didn't know. Yeah, do you guys have like a, a specific type of special effect or or something that you saw? But when you were watching movies, these movies that we were just talking about, that sort of gave you like, like, oh my God, that's a real thing. It's like, was well, something that, that made you, um, that shocked you or amazed yeah, yeah, you. Yeah, Avatar 2. <laughs> the the, the, the we, way of water. The way of what the hell are, have the, how the hell they, have they done this? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I looked up Weta or Weta, Weta? the studio, we, and we, I looked we, at their f- filmography. I'm surprised that they did Effects for Glass Onion, A Knives Out Mystery. Because BFX houses don't get the glory they deserve mm-hmm. is the main thing, right? Like, if you, when you say Avatar, you like the first thing or person that comes to mind is, what's his name? Titanic guy. Uh, oh, James, James Cameron, Cameron, right? You don't say, oh, Avatar, oh, Weta Digital, right? Unless you're a Corridor Crew fan, which yeah. I am. But yeah. and, and, I actually have a Weta shirt down yeah. here. And even, and even if even if like you have something like industrial ILM, industrial light and magic, that's like almost universally known. People don't understand the impact that that studio had on filmmaking in general. Special effects, um, green screen, all of the things, miniature work, all of the things that people use on a consistent basis for special effect shots were all pioneered by um, ILM personnel. Such a big effect. And yeah, I agree. Like the these studio houses aren't really given the the respect that they deserve right. or like the recognition. But I was asking also like what are the things that you saw? Like something, some sort of effect that may besides the entire movie of like the entire uh, movie the of Avatar. Of Avatar. <laughs> I, I have something to say to you about that uh, here for your question. So I, I said they made effects for Glass Onion and Ives Out yeah, Mystery. Yeah. Everything there felt so real. So which part of that movie was virtu- visual effects, right? But I so, think what they're talking about is that's w- part of the challenge and the curse of, of digital effects that their goal is to be invisible. Right? They're, they're, Amazing. I remember this. There were some people who were not physically in the doc scene. Well, like Batista wasn't there. They had to comp him in. That's why... I forgot. Yeah, but yeah. But uh, when they I were talking, they welcomed the guy, right? They welcomed, but yeah, he, was, there was, he wasn't there. I wasn't, no, I wasn't sure if it was point. him, but yeah, there were some people who were not there for the doctor wow. and they had to comp them in. Because that is, you know, that they're so good at that that it's just, yeah, you can't, you're not going to be able mm-hmm. to tell. Unless you're one of those type that's, that looks at shadows. Like super fun. And, and see that, oh, the shadow is darker than this. <laughs> you look at the finer details. But I think Which they can, can cover that. Do, but... <laughs> yeah, they can still. <laughs> no, no, no. They sometimes mess it up. To be fair, well, not wet, I guess. But mm-hmm. that's uh, one of the one of the main ways 
people are able to tell VFX is by looking at shadows. Because mm-hmm. shadows are supposed to be the same color. Mm-hmm. Like, there are... Uh, it's the same blacks. Unless someone messed up the color grading, which Hollywood movies don't. Or they have shadow over shadow, which is even worse. But see, you're not going to be watching the movie the first time and looking at shadows, trying mm-hmm. to spot right. what was VFX. Like, you, if you... If you're told to watch Glass Onion now and look for the special effects, then yeah, you could find it. Also, VFX, there probably the explosions. But yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, th- there is a fire. Yeah, those yeah. fires. And so possibly the Spoiler. fire. Yeah. <laughs> <was> like, Spoiler. <laughs> yeah. But like, w- the, one of the like, visual effects, at least for me, that are really good, that sort of catch me when I was a kid, was the melting th- scene, Terminator 2. Yeah, that was one of... that. E- oh, even gosh. today, that holds up. <laughs> Mm-hmm. When they froze the not T-1000. just the melting, the one where they He's slowly he, breaking. No, he there was one where he went through the bars great, or great, a cage. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That 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 holds up even to today. Terminator Two was great. Yeah, the the way that the the they were able to uh, meld the actor's performance with the CGI. And then leading to that climax of the scene where they're freezing him, and then he's like taking a step, and then he takes his feet break as he's taking that step, and he, and then he finally shatters. All of those scenes where the transition from the live actor to the yeah. the prosthetic to the sorry the mannequin, and then to the break. Are, are we talking about digital or or also practical? It can be practical, practical as well. Yeah. It's not doesn't necessarily come from ILM or from Weta, yeah. but. Like these are special effects that sort of they don't take you out of the sea. It makes you like, oh my god, that doesn't. I it. I know that that's not real. That's not real. But, but it's fine. It it's it like gets me like it. it no, really, yeah, but but that's the challenge with digital now. Is it has to look real? Is yeah. the problem. And then you can, if you want to talk about bad effects, <laughs> we're talking about Supergirl, right? Mm-hmm. The series, but it's a series. It has no budget. It's. Timelines, because there there was one comp where it was mm-hmm. uh, Melissa Benoist sideways, mm-hmm. and they mm-hmm. just he, it was clear that she was just sideways on a bed somewhere, and then they cropped it in and flew her. Yeah, that reminds me of like a video game. There's a video game called Dong Dong Never Dies, and they what just, they just games are you from playing? what? It's, a, it's you, no, you it's play a, that while eating nano nano. <laughs> <laughs> nano nano. It's it's a it's a it's a fighting game. And the the actual art is just people of people that were on like chairs and they're doing like the spinning bird kick, but they're like on or doing. <laughs> I, the I mean, to be fair, pads. Mortal Kombat one was, yeah, yeah, that, 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 it's it's that same. But sometimes we have things in movies that are like very simple effects that work, and those are the things that sort of I I wanted to like ask you guys about and find out if there were some things like that. That sort of made you. No, say, Adam wow. West. <laughs> Which one? Climbing up the wall. <laughs> oh, those things. <laughs> no, not wow, but that was like you know how they're doing it, but it, like it's like it's fine. They're, they're you even so see well. the cape going. <laughs> the way of... Yeah. Is that old Batman? Old Batman. Yeah, old yeah. Batman. Series. <laughs> okay. Yeah. When they okay. grapple, gra- well, when they climb, when they're climbing, the, yeah, yeah, and okay. you can see the cape going towards, yeah. <laughs> Adam West. Oh, how about you, Sushi? Um, like anything that anything seen from a movie or Star- the pod races from <laughs> Star Wars. I really wish that existed. I mean, 
I don't you know. Have, you have to, you have to really... face it. Star Wars prequels are good. Yeah. No, the, I mean, this is pod racing. Actually, uh, yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah. Mm-hmm. This is pod racing. It's, it was really amazing. And I wish that it existed. It did did really... you know that Kira Knightley was in that movie? Mm, she's a Padme. One of Padme's had, handmaidens? Yes. The fake, like, pa- the fake, fake Padme. Padme. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yes. Sabe. <laughs> I think it's Sabe, yeah. Something, yeah, yeah, yeah. The and one with the maidens. <laughs> oh yeah, Pirates of the Caribbean had a v- had very, very good, good visual. The the transition oh, the, between the, no the the oh, well Weta, the best the transition between bad VFX to realistic VFX was Lord of the Rings, the mm-hmm. first one. Mm-hmm. Oh, the first one, not the third. The first one where mm-hmm. it's just everything before that. It's like it's VFX. It doesn't look real. It's fine. And then mm-hmm. Lord of the Rings. Or it's like what? what? Yeah, yeah. That that's the oh no, but it was also a mix of practical, which I just thought it was digital. Okay, yeah, never mind. But also, yeah, the practical work with shrinking, like the the ma- hobbits shrinking the hobbits, and so they had to make three of each because mm-hmm. you shrink the hobbits, you make Gandalf bigger, and then there's normal sized people. And they use a special set for that, for the practical parts, right? Yeah, which parts, first perspective. And Mart's parts a bit moved to keep the perspective. And then the, the cart was like, Elijah was seat, sitting. Yeah. Yeah. And I think for The Hobbit, they just went full on CG. And that caused like Ian McKellen to break down. Because he's like just trapped in a void of green. Mm-hmm. He yeah. couldn't really, he's just acting in a void and he broke Plus down. Plus 60 FPS, which is just wrong. Yeah, There's no like, excuse for 60 FPS. But those scenes, especially in, for me, Pirates, Pirates, the transitions between the moonlight, because in the moonlight, right, they turn mm. into skeletons. Yeah. And it's, it, that it's part nice. is okay. The, the nice. really good part, CGI in Pirates is Davy Jones. Uh, because of the, like Davy Jones, Davy Jones period. <laughs> yeah. You're a liar. <laughs> <laughs> Bill Nighy <laughs> was really good. Yeah. Yeah. That's one of the things that you, when you watch now and look at the date when it was made, it's like, wow, they shouldn't have been able to make this back then. Because mm-hmm. like, Lord of the Rings was like, oh, okay, CGI is good now. But yeah, Pirates, Davy Jones was like, how is this, how does this hold up to today? I kind of remember the, because of behind the scenes video, because I love writing, watching the behind the scenes of, of Lord of the Rings because it's so comfy. The VFX people were talking about how they were gonna making the dead men of Donaro, the ghost army that mm. uh, Aragorn was mm-hmm. using, and then they were talking about ah oh, they were doing real great, you know. And then hey, um, then one day one of their producers came in and says hey, um, have you guys seen this movie like Pirates of the Caribbean? Like, oh, they no? just copied it. No, they then they showed it like this is exactly what we're doing, <laughs> and so they had to re- they had to scrap it. Scrap their original ideas for the Dead Men of Donaro because of how similar it was to. Oh, they should have been decaying people. It blah, was blah. going to be just like skeleton mm. armies that so similar to. What, but they so haven't started it. They did it already. They were like in middle of previs, and so they were. Wait, who oh, made so, so. pirates? Disney. No BFX. Oh, okay. I'm looking it up while you talk. Yeah, but uh, they saw that, and they, so they changed. So I remember that. Pirates came out around the same time as the third movie because that's what they were. Well, no, the third movie because the third movie was in production with the first and second. Pirates was ILM. 
ILM. Mm, okay. And, Makes sense. And yeah, and Lord of the Rings was yeah. yeah. Those are I don't I don't know why I even Googled it because those were the only two companies that are capable of doing that back Possibly. then. <laughs> yeah. And the idea is like they were creating in parallel and they had to change. Did they is, did they ever release the scrap? Uh, no, because they if to finish the render because the renders takes months mm-hmm. sometimes. Mm-hmm. So if you if you know you're not doing it, you just scrap it. Yeah, like they need that's the, a, they that's need the storage. A, that's a thing with Wetter these days. They actually have factions, which is the avatar people and the not avatar people. Because to get access to the rendering farms, you need to make sure that the avatar people are not rendering anything. Because otherwise, like, they're gonna eat everything. Because there, there's there's a queue. Because if if an avatar render is gonna take two months, then you don't have computers for two months. Mm. Don't have renderers for two months. Anyway, but the balance between yeah, but the balance between technology and creativity, I think, makes these types of work, although they're not as celebrated, so essential in the movies that we enjoy, especially for something like Star Wars. Or even some of the ones that we oh watched. yeah how they did uh, Star Wars back then when it was film mm-hmm. the first series I mean, the first trilogy yeah. yeah that's we can go on for an episode talking about how they did that but yeah yeah and so I think it's really cool that we still remember and we still like sort of are able to at least shed some light on some of these really cool things that these people make. And that's our show. Thanks for listening to the Random Pinoy Geek Podcast. This has been JR with Sushi and Elvin. And remember, it's okay to geek out as long as you know when to stop.